Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, Ginger Heat. I am one of the Four Jobbers, and I'm going to be bringing you on this mystical journey today. But we are a jobber down. Yes, sometimes things happen. There are injuries in the world of wrestling, and we are the three jobbers today. We are North America only this week. My goodness, let's go. Let's kick it off with Ryan, the Milkman Waxman. What is going on this week, my friend? Oh, you know, well, there you go. The <laughs> Habs are still alive, at least for now. They, they were down 3 nothing, made it 3-1. Got to enjoy it with my friends. Last night got eaten by mosquitoes. I have bites all over my neck and like the back of my head it's been a little rough um, i have some from the other night as well uh, we got together on saturday had a little yes. backyard bash did you enjoy yourself i did i did and as did my valet who wasn't her first time meeting everybody but it was uh i think first time really just being around everybody in a social with alcohol setting oh, and yeah, I, I was lit yeah, I was I was good. I was good enough to drive home. I paced myself very well. Um, the one thing she remembers as much as she enjoyed pull meeting a everybody. Jimmy. Yeah, what? A Jimmy Uso? Oh yeah, didn't pull a Jimmy. That's <laughs> you right. Didn't Jimmy Uso. Didn't pull a Jimmy. Uh, but she also remembers getting eaten by mosquitoes uh, that night. But she did have a great time. We all did. It was nice to have a nice big party for our good friend Justin. Shout out. Sure, he's not listening, but hey, shout out. <laughs> some good friend of some good friend he is, not even listening. Yeah, great friend. What a loser. Speaking of great <laughs> friends, though, there is still one of the jobbers here. We are not completely down. We have another one. You heard his voice. He is, of course, the pencil neck from Quebec. He is Jason. They hate Jason. And they're playing his music. <laughs> you wish. Um, I have a um <clears throat> wait, hold on, let me stop this. Song's amazing though, so good. Jordan may not be here, but he sent in a message, and this sums up what he thinks of this week. Feeling good, mate. Feeling really good. Um, been a been an interesting week in the world of wrestling, and by that I mean none of the wrestling was interesting. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, guy! That's that's the drop I was expecting you to to, to throw in that last one. Yeah, that was and then I was gonna I was say that. that that's uh, that's when I was gonna say everything Jordan says sounds like that to me. I don't know what he's saying <laughs> half the time. Uh, but we miss you, Jordan. Yeah, we'll see you next week. I'll see I'll take over. Week. I'll take over this week as the residential AEW mark. I did watch the entire show. I might have skipped a couple stupid matches that I didn't care about, but <laughs> residential the ones that matter. I wrote some notes. The residential champion, the suburban <laughs> champ. <laughs> Please continue. That's awesome, though. I'm glad Jason watched AEW. My goodness. Is that two weeks in a row now that you've been forced to watch AEW once with myself and now once uh, because of Jordan's did, absence? Did we watch it last week? Yeah, I guess so, eh? Huh. Damn. You did a great job missing the build-up to their WrestleMania, missing their WrestleMania, missing the post-shows, and then getting into it as the mediocre story building has uh, taken over. I think that's exactly where you are in the timeline before... Uh, Things open up a little bit more, I guess. Uh, are they going to take the show on the road, AEW? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Are they a road oh, show? you didn't know? I don't know if they're a road show. I don't know. Were they before? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. 
This is when we need Jordan to fill us in since uh, some of us are new to the AEW world. Some of us are not on the bandwagon yet, which is completely fine. Uh, that's just where we're at here on the Four Jobbers. Uh, I've been trying to watch weekly. Jason has gotten into in the last couple of weeks. Uh, NXT is mostly covered by the Milkman himself, the Wax Mamba. And I do Ooh. love watching NXT as well. This was another good week. Ryan, we'll get into that a little bit later, of course. Uh, right. It was not, not like a... It was, it was actually, like, eventful, you know, compared to the other two shows uh, in WWE Universe. But I guess that's because they're building towards a pay-per-view. I mean, paper... Eh, eh, not really a pay-per-view. It's, it's not a pay-per-view, right? It's paper, a eh. Named paper, event? Eh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a named event, but it's a regular two-hour with commercials uh, show that's actually happening tonight. And uh, we will have that for you next week as a recap. This week we're recapping what happened... Last week, that's what happens when we choose Tuesday as our recording, and then NXT jumps over to Tuesday from Wednesday. Those bastards. Ooh. Yeah, it's their fault. There it was a, a few things in the news. Uh, of course, the biggest news today was Mr. Uso and Jimmy his... Us. Jimmy Uso, D-U-I. Keep your head up. Shit. That He's sucks, been doing man. really well, too, so really, 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 Why really sucks. He's taking an Uber. This guy's got money. I don't think it's Uber a Excel or Uber I, Black. Like I don't think it's about. I don't think it's about that. We know, you know, we know. We've known people. It's not about money or circumstances. Some people just think oh, I'm good. I'm good, and they keep doing it. That's it. Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah. I'm sure, you know, all of us and people we know, unfortunately, have uh, driven around that limit, right? Uh, but he was he was too over. Like he was like he must have been drunk. Yeah, there's a difference between. Uh, but maybe you know, not. Maybe his body to, just handles to, it different. To, I don't know. to say in a, uh, there's a difference between driving when you're like buzzed and you know maybe you shouldn't be, but you still feel mostly there. To point or to BAC and like you are, you cannot stand or utter a sentence or or even just drunk. Like there's a difference. Yeah, just drunk. Just than drunk. I'll admit that. You know, as as much as no one should be doing. Any driving of any kind, with anything, uh, there is a huge difference between the two, uh, certainly, and that's why there is those. Not in the eyes of the law, that's or is there? If you're really over, I guess it's worse, right? I mean, it depends what you blow, right? Yeah, I think there's yeah. severity. The severity, severity. Is counted. Um, other other stuff in the news was there was there anything? I think that was the the biggest news, the, the um, highlight of the news world. I'll give a shout out to uh, Terry Funk. It uh, just came out uh, from his family that he is, I think, living in assisted care with dementia or early symptoms of dementia. Yeah, he I just is saw 77. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the legends of hardcore wrestling for decades. So just shout out to Terry Funk. Yo, on that. all time great for sure. Huge shout out. Damn. Fuck. Aging sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely uh, know a lot about that in my family dementia, of course. Uh, horrible, and I hope that future research can help with it. Stem cells, whatever else, whatever we got to do. There's lots of research going on. Hopefully, uh, they'll find something because it's affecting a lot of people. So, I don't know. Maybe social media is making it worse. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably. But, um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, there's a huge piece of news. Zelina Vega returning. At, right? uh, oh, she returned, and she's barking at Meltzer. You see that? No, what you say? I didn't see that. Uh, I gotta get bring up. Say something else while I bring up the tweet. Well, Zelina <laughs> Vega returns and she was in a match, of course, against Liv. They had a little promo before, which was fine. It was 
nothing spectacular. It was just a regular promo. They had a match. The match was okay. Um, Liv gets the win, which continues her momentum. Zelina doesn't affect her because she's in the Money in the Bank match anyway. And if she goes on to win that, no one will remember this because people were really mad they brought her back and made her lose. But uh, I think this is one of those instances where it doesn't matter that much. It wasn't like a, a clean win. Uh, what do you think, Yeah. Ryan? No, I would say the same thing. It's not like, you know, she was brought back and she was always going to come back at some point ever since they announced that they had rehired her. And it's clearly done to further the storyline for Liv. And exactly, she's in the match anyway. She wasn't brought back to say, oh God, look, it's Zelina Vega. She's a monster. She's, she's unbeatable. It was, oh look, Zelina Vega walks back in and Sonya Deville gives her the opportunity right away. Screws over Liv Morgan. That is just for that. that. Yeah, that's that's what we remember, right? That's true. Exactly. Jason, did uh, you find your... Yeah, she tweeted a gif of someone like um, on their phone or whatever, on their couch looking at Twitter, being consumed by social media. And it says, actual footage of dirt cheat writers trying to think of the next lie to post about me. And Dave Meltzer took offense to this. He decided to assume that it was about him. Perhaps it was. He's one of the biggest dirty sheet, dirty bastards out there. And he, I think he said it on his podcast or whatever he does, like saying how it's not good to lump all people together, you know, Brian Alvarez and everyone and saying we're all this, we're all that, we're all bad, blah, blah, blah. And he just went on and on. And then she responded and said, "Where she tweets a lot. My God, she just got back. She got like a... She said, hey, Dave, instead of name-calling, I'll ask you to please point to where I said all dirt sheet writers in that tweet. Or would that make your aggressive, nonsensical argument invalid? You can keep your respect, as I lost mine for you when you started tearing down and degrading women in the business for no reason. This is a good promo, man. This is the fire we need in the ring. This is great. I wasn't referring to you, but if you think the shoe fits, that's on you. Oh, I want to see Zelina versus Meltzer. At WrestleMania. (laughs) Meltzer Mania. Meltzer Mania. But this is good. She's got that fire. You let her go. Let her go. Don't don't box her in. Let her just speak about journalists in general or whatever they have to do to make this happen. But get her on TV with a microphone and get her barking. I want to hear what she has to say about uh, keep this going. Oh, also uh, rest in peace to the Patriots. Former yeah, WWE Wilkes. superstar. Mr. Wilkes. Unfortunately, passed away from a, a heart attack, I believe. I was a fan of his in WWE because he beat up Bret Hart and they had a rivalry. And I loved to see Bret Hart lose. And Brad was a big Bret Hart mark. And he had a little good run there for a little bit with them. And uh, yeah, RIP. Yeah, I definitely remember that. I remember him fighting Bret I've, Hart and, and you know him coming out on top in the matches that we would watch together. But yeah. it was still a good feud, and he was still a great wrestler. Ooh. And I remember his wrestling figure. You had I have his it. wrestling figure. I have I loved it. it. Um, also, he had figure. Kurt Angle's theme before Kurt great Angle. Theme. Yeah. That's what made it very cool as well, is that theme song. Uh, this one. He was another one that, uh, like Kurt Angle, had uh, issues with painkillers. So, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's just so sad that um, they weren't able to get the help that they most certainly deserve and support. Uh, and maybe it was too late. I don't know. I know that WWE has gotten a lot better with supporting stars or their former superstars, but 
still just incredibly sad that this uh, trend seems to continue. Um, you know, but we'll move on to something that's just as sad. Uh, Monday Night Raw. No, I'm just <laughs> but Monday Night Did Raw you, has. Been I didn't even watch it. Uh, I was on AEW duty. I moved this week. Everything's a mess, so I couldn't watch that. I watched almost all of it. I would flip back during the hockey game just to see what was happening. Um, and then afterwards, I decided to go back and watch. And a lot of it is unwatchable. You know, if you go through this card, it's just... Ah, man, it's just it's just not fair, right? You know what I mean? Like, I want to watch Raw, and I just want to have some entertainment. And it's they just feed you just pish. But we will get to it in our one good one pish. Uh, is that what you guys want to get into now? Do you guys want to jump right into it? Uh, what do you think? Sure. All right. Yeah. One good, one pish. Here it comes. There's no, there's no intro. There's no theme song. It's just what yeah, we do yeah, is wait, we wait, go wait, through wait. Uh, this week of wrestling. We have one good and one pish. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Um, uh, Waxman, why don't, why don't you? Are you ready? Are you good to go? If you want, to, you can kick it off for us. Yeah, yeah. Kick I'm, uh, I'm ready yes, to go. So I will start with my good. And it does come from Friday Night Smackdown, and we've talked about this person in the past couple weeks as they are developing into what is now a new character, which is a bit overdue. This person needed a bit of a change-up, and it's Baron Corbin. Uh, no longer King Corbin. It wow. is now Baron. Uh, just the sad sack character. Um, this guy's a great actor he's a good yes. like he commits to the role that he's supposed to have i believe that he's a pathetic human being right now Just and like that. it's one of the few times where like a distraction to end the match worked his car was getting towed and it was just <laughs> like you could see that the life leave his eyes as he watched it happen and again it just continues on to the Shinsuke and Boogs and Baron and either, you know, there's the sort of wraps up there or Baron continues on and becomes this just loser. It weirdly works for him, although I fear they will make him too sympathetic and then I will turn around and dislike Shinsuke. <laughs> but uh, for now, I'm really happy with what they're doing. Really happy with Baron Corbin's sad gimmick. Shinsuke is a good heel too though so it could work it's true it could work but when's the last time the four jobbers bestowed a good of the week on Baron Corbin I I've always liked Baron Corbin but when's the last time even you bestowed him with one of your goods of the week I think it's been a long it, time it, I think it happened once but yeah probably a long time ago I think the last couple goods involving him were again for Shinsuke or for boogs or for just that storyline but yeah for him directly i can't recall but yeah i've always liked him but i've also believed it's it had been time for a change no more king corbin you were correct though in saying that this could go a little bit topsy-turvy in terms of who's the heel who's the face and i kind of hope it does but you're right in the sense that even already boogs making fun of him when he's already down and kicking him while he's down and he called him out on it maybe be like yo boogs relax <laughs> you know like yeah that's not that's not you and if it is then go further with it and like really drive him into the ground you know but maybe that's what we're getting to but it was just 
that little moment, I was like, oh shit, I feel bad for Corbin, and I'm not liking what Boogs is doing to him. Like this is this is hopefully the point. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Maybe we're reading way too far into this, and it's just gonna become a pish. But <laughs> maybe. But for now, it's good. I'm glad Baron Corbin got it good. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So there's my good. Uh, my bad. My bad has to come, and I'm glad Jordan's not here because my bad is going to be Drew McIntyre, uh, and it's going to be more. It's going to be the Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal feud that has begun this past week. The feud as a whole. The feud as a whole, because this could have been a great genesis to a feud, right? Two guys who were in three MB together, both you know got fired, worked their way back up, became champ, you know, got super jacked. And they collide. What does Jinder start talking about on Raw? Well, Drew McIntyre didn't text me back fast enough. And he didn't want to hang out with me. And it's this like, why are we doing this? We had the material to begin a feud right there for us. Corey Graves, I think, even mentioned it on commentary that they had this backstory. And then what was it? Jinder stole Drew's sword? We just had that storyline on SmackDown. Someone stealing something that belonged to somebody else. I just talked about promo. I got sword sword. So everything around that, yeah, it 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 could develop into something good, but it's kind of a stumbling start. Horrible start. Pish. Very pish. Sorry, Drew. Uh, I, you know, I've, we've been waiting for Drew to have a nice blood feud, and Jinder actually does. Now that I think about it, or now that I thought about it after what happened on Raw, Jinder's actually a very logical blood feud. He's been asking for, for this. It's yeah. been well documented that Drew McIntyre has been asking for a feud with Jinder Mahal for a long time. I think he envisioned it being for the title, and I think that would make this feud make so much more sense. But instead, they're just given this disgusting excuse for a storyline and expected to run with it again. And this is where we're at. We're, this is something that, like you just said, we've been looking forward to. Drew McIntyre and Jinder have been begging for this. They they want this. They have the fire in them to make this good. And this is how they kick it off. Jay, what do you think? Um, It wasn't kicked off, obviously, the best it could be. But I think they can, you know, uh, pick up the ball and continue to carry it. I, I, don't, I don't mind seeing these two guys go at it. Jin, I like Jinder. I, loved, I, I liked when he was champion, you know. People shit on him. I thought he was a, a good champion. He had an amazing entrance. He was so jacked. He's huge. Just like they're kind of similar in the way they both came back jacked and they're, they completely rebranded themselves just with muscles alone. So I'd be happy to see them get into it and, and fight and, and hopefully build up Jinder a bit because obviously Drew is already as built as he can be. So now he's like on a side story. So I think that's fine because I'm happy that he's out of the title picture. He's had enough chances for Drew. Even though he's got money in the bank, he'll probably lose. And then he'll continue with gender. So I'm okay with a little stupid, I got your sword, ha, 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 to start it and see where it goes. It's a bad way to start it, but you're yeah. right. They could, they could salvage it because they're that good. Yeah, and so I'm, my, I'm, for, yeah, for the going. week, it's a good that could become bad and a bad that could become good. We'll see. Good good points. Um, speaking of the money in the bank uh, ladder match that we were just talking about because Drew McIntyre is going to be in that, I was thinking about a tier list in my head of the combatants, because I think there's a, a pretty large gap in between the best competitor, uh, this is the men's uh, uh, one, of course, uh, between the top and the bottom. Like, we have in the top tier, the S tier, in terms of wrestlers, there's Drew McIntyre. Already he's in this match, which is like, he should be the odds-on favorite. 
Tier A, though, we have Kevin Owens. I would also put Big E. Do you think they're a similar level, or is Big E not there yet? I wouldn't put Big E there just because he hasn't had title runs and a bunch of title opportunities, so he's like he's B+. Had, he plus. just had the title. That's what I was thinking. So maybe he's not. Maybe he's in the, the B-plus category, which we'll get to in a second. So is Kevin Owens at this point? Hmm. He could be arguably not in this category. You're right, because the next two are Cesaro and Seth, but we don't know who it's going to be yet. One of the two are going to be in this match, Seth being, you know, arguably S-tier or at least A-tier, and then Cesaro, where would you put him? I don't know, but uh, again, I also thought it's weird to not to have both of them, but we will have uh, two others that I will get to in just a second. There's also, in the next tier, I thought Nakamura or Corbin, and I would put Riddle like in there in that category based on how he's being built now, and then there's after that, we have Ricochet and John Morrison. Those those guys just add that uh, Shelton Benjamin flair to it, you know. That's why I figured there would be one. Like, why didn't you do Ricochet or John Morrison instead of? I think because they're Cesaro battling. Or Seth. So they'll have like a story in in the match, maybe because they're ha- they have a little feud. Yeah, there's going to be John Morrison Ricochet, but then what do we do with Nakamura or Corbin? Whoever wins, the other guy doesn't interfere. Cesaro and Seth. Whoever wins, the other guy doesn't interfere. So we have two. And ors, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 weird. So far, like it's hard to like not putting Cesaro and Seth. Why not just put both? Uh I don't know. Anyway, put, we'll put, get to that maybe more on the prediction show. I just thought it was weird. I mean, WWE's decisions uh, lately have been weird. Anyway, Jason, what is your good and your pitch this week? Um, my good is Sammy Guevara versus MJF, which I think I'll get into later to, you know, do Jordan's little thing that he does at the end, like going through AEW. But that is my good. That was the main event of AEW. It was good. AEW Dynamite. And my pish is Charlotte and um, Rhea Ripley continuing their uninteresting, stupid feud. Now they're both on crutches. This whole storyline's on a crutch. Someone should kick the crutch from the storyline, let it crumble to the floor and die, <laughs> and uh, just move on. Yeah, I mean... The women's division is a mess, right? So. It's a remarkably uninteresting storyline. two also. of the... Arguably, two, arguably, arguably Argu- two argly. of the best that they have. Like, Rhea Ripley's come in, and she's... She's she's like so vanilla, boring, plain in my opinion. I'm sure she was better in NXT, like you guys said, but I don't know her from there. And Charlotte's one of the best they've had, and I'm just getting tired of seeing her. So they're obviously fumbling whatever they're doing. Yep. It just doesn't. It, it's tough to tell where it's going. Doesn't seem. It seems like they're just saying, "Okay, keep fighting," because we don't really have anyone else to to jump. It's almost in, like they're. Which, they're friends, like weird friends that hate each other. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. There's no real hate there. It was like Sasha and Bianca. Yeah. Which like I they're didn't... friends, and I'm training you, and you're, you know, it's just weird. Yeah. It, it's not a super inspiring feed. It needs some sort of catalyst to kick it up a notch. Maybe that happens at Money in the Bank. Maybe it happens at SummerSlam, but it needs something to raise the energy level because it's, you know, 
like like Jason, you said, uh, they're two great talents, but they're not they're not being booked in a way that shows either of them off to their full potential. Instead, it makes them look like shit, which yes. is great. Instead of making them look good, which is the only job that you have, is to book them. And with a lot of these superstars, your job is to make them both look good. Instead, they make them both look horrible, and we begin to hate both and not yeah. want to see either like, one of them. Like, what could is you, going on? Could you put into words Rhea Ripley's character on the main roster as of now? Like, what is she to you? How would you describe her to someone that's just sitting down and watching for the first time? She's big and tough, and she looks like a rocker. But that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Of trying to, maybe it's too simple, but that's literally what I would say. Oh, yeah, and she's Australian. <laughs> she's big and tough, but that's not even her character right now, is it? No, she's like it a smarmy, annoying little, well, as they would say in Australia, cunt. Perhaps a little bit too strong for the jobbers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I didn't react because it's like, oh, it's, it's, it just suits. Uh, you know, Smarmy cunt. Situation. They say it in Australia. It's all good. But anyway, yeah, that's, there's, there's not much more to be said to that. Um, disappoint, 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 very disappoint, disappointed disappoint, in this. disappoint, disappoint, disappoint. We talked about how Rhea and Charlotte should be a fucking dream match, a dream scenario. The Charlotte that we used to know, that character even. Charlotte, and I used to know. The Rhea that we knew in NXT's character, those two coming together is literally dream match that people play on WWE 2K and people watch it. I feel like they were both larger than life and built up. And the match that they had the first time was so spectacular because it was like these two beasts from different worlds colliding. And now we've taken them. They're in the same universe. And they're just being oversaturated to the highest degree and put in all these stupid situations. We so, need like, story. Or we don't need to see so much of them all again, the time. We need story. We can't we need some if there's mi- something else happening. There's got to be some mystery too. It can't just be like every day they come out and they play the match game and they find and we they ask, you answer. To, you have to p- put these people on TV. They have to be on TV because people want to see them. But they don't have to fight and interact with each other every single week. They can interact with each other maybe, but it has to be something to push the story along, not just to buy time until the pay-per-view. And they already fought, didn't they? Yeah. Every single episode is supposed to build up until a point. That's how stories work. It's supposed to build up until a pay-per-view, and then something happens. Either it ends, or something happens that makes it need to continue. It can't just be, we're continuing it because, you know, we're told to, and we don't like each other. Why don't you like each other? Because she she's better than really me. good. She thinks she's better than me. Like that's not I'm enough. the new Charlotte. She should say I'm the new. She's the new Charlotte. Australian Charlotte. Poirier, Poirier, Dustin Poirier, was just saying that he could be fighting for the championship right now, but he'd be making five times less. Instead, he's fighting, fighting Conor McGregor, and he's making five times more money, but risking not fighting for the belt, getting injured, uh, losing, and not being able. Because he knows he wants to secure the bag. He wants that money. He's making five times more than a title fight. These two, you have title fighters, you have prize fighters, you have people who are a draw. And why is Conor McGregor versus Poirier so much more interesting? Because it has story. That's what we want to see. Well, because Conor 
is extremely interesting on a promo, and he's also kind of had he's like allowed this, to talk, right? He's allowed to say what the he's hell also he wants. evolved as they a character, right? Can't he do that now, but at least he was somewhat. Connor was like punching old men in the bar and and throwing. Uh, things at buses and now he's like kind of reflected and he's toned down but he's still interesting and he's and he has to win to to keep that mystique so like i don't know has charlotte really evolved as a character does she have to i don't i don't know like yeah i think i think that's maybe part of in ways yeah keep going no no i I was gonna say i think that's part of what kind of makes her stale is that she's just the same she's like like rick flair light She's like Ric Flair light. Yeah. And and even when I think about... But she used to be Ric Flair 2.0 a little while ago when she was killing everybody. And she was like... I, I Never. She was a top, the top of the women's division. She was dominating everybody. She's putting on huge matches against She's uh, never Sasha, as interesting as Becky, Ric Flair, though. Bailey. It's not... You don't... We're not looking for a direct comparison, right? She was <coughs> well. If she does the strut and all the and the robe and everything. We are going to be looking at and comparisons, worked, and it was good. It was everything was great. There was no everyone was happy with the comparison at that point. So now she needs a new direction because that's got stale. Like, oh, that was cool, but what about now? How it's about not even now? about. I think it's just really about the story. I don't think it's necessarily this iteration. I think this character was going in an interesting. Yeah, but a story direction creates a different when she character. came back. Yeah, and then she had that, and now she gets thrown into the same rotation. But she's not reacting differently. Like a story could make a character in a weird circumstance react differently. Neither of them are doing or... anything normal. Rhea's not acting normal, and Charlotte's not acting normal. Both of them are in this this wormhole, this black hole of story that's just not working. I don't think it's oversaturation. I think it's poor story building, with no story for her to chew on and and to fight with. When she's going up against Sasha Banks and and Bailey and Becky. There was the four horsewomen thing. There was them literally trying to prove who's the best woman in the company. Literally trying to prove that, you know, there's all that stuff going on, even though it's not 100% like that. They all were sharing it or whatever. That's what we were getting, and that's why it worked. And now we have Rhea, who should be coming up saying, I'm the best. I'm the fucking best. I've been doing it down there. I proved it. Now I'm here. I'm the champ. I'm better. This is why. And, And it's just so, instead of that intensity, it's just light, and it's just fluff. The same thing week after week after week. And I don't think it's completely their fault. Is what I'm. I don't think it's. No, just I don't. I, I don't fault them. I. I. I we had a discussion about this. The character this. was kind of when she came back and she looks different and everything. There was some character changes. There was something there. This is it's my been brutality. Ground. Yeah. Now she's get a new song. Give her some fucking no, but, jobber song because I don't care anymore. We like, had a. <laughs> I think maybe I talked about the wax about this or you. Uh, we had a discussion like I don't know if there's anybody in the company that I fault the talent. I'm like, we're trying to think of a talent that we can fault. It's, it's everything else, usually. It's just, yeah, like, it's oh, yeah. normal, though, to say, like, um, it could be, you know, everything you guys have said about Charlotte is valid. I just, re- I'm just thinking back to that moment when she did come back and I saw something new in her character and we talked about how there's something here, but again, we don't, and, and a lot of people have been worried about this, and you're not the only one saying that this, right? A lot of people are saying they're bored of her and, and this and that. And I'm saying I think it's mostly because of the storylines she's involved in and especially this one. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah. I mean, I I compare it to to John Cena. John Cena, a lot of people at the peak of his forced dominance, if you will, found him stale. And then he had a great storyline with CM Punk. He had great storyline. Well, 
okay storylines with The Rock. He had uh, some solid storylines with Kane, mm. even. Yeah. Then he started getting some interesting stuff, and he became maybe not just for him, but at least stuff that involved him. He was always going to be the face, the good guy. He was always probably going to more or less win, but at least that still became interesting. You still want to see what was going on with that story. Um, I, I especially look back to the Kane storyline, right? The embrace the hate storyline with uh, Kane and Zack Ryder yeah. and all that. And that the was death of Zack Ryder, basically. The death of Zack Ryder, <laughs> basically the end of his push. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, at this point, John was getting into, re- uh, into movies and, and stuff, and Kane had already been in movies and stuff. So at what point in John Cena's career did he say, like similar to what he says now, he really wants it to be a good storyline? Well... And people it could it be also, around that time where he's like getting in more involved in film and stuff like that and learning people, about stories uh, and being like, this is what... People also thought he was going to turn heel. Remember when Raw ended and he looked at the camera like this? Yeah. yeah. That was and then And then we he's just so forgot smart. about it. He wasn't... But it, he didn't continue down that path. It was just like the embrace he's, the hate, embrace the hate path. Yeah. Yeah. I, all that to say that we're not there with Charlotte right now. The, the no. Rhea Ripley storyline could have been interesting and it's yeah. not... And that's what's still making her boring. At least Rhea is still somewhat of a new commodity, right? Mm-hmm. She was in NXT. If you didn't watch her on NXT, she's this new face who's around. But Charlotte, we know Charlotte. And it's time for Charlotte's character to develop or for a storyline involving her character to develop. And neither of that's happening. It's like, yeah, if they're not giving you story, well, fuck them. Switch it up. Switch the style up. And if they hate, then let them hate and watch the money pile up. There you go. Who said that? John Cena? Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Lloyd Banks. Yeah, oh, was it Lloyd Banks or Fifty Cent or whatever? Wasn't it? Lo- mm. I know it was in Fifty Song and then Kanye's song later, but I think it might have been. Yeah, Fifty said it. Yeah, Fifty said it in the song, but I don't know if it was his saying. You know, I think there's some. Charlotte Flair. I just want to run down really quickly my good and my pish. Actually, did you do your good, Jason? Uh, my good, I, I'll talk more about it later, was Sammy Guevara and MJF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's why. Um, we didn't get to flesh it out. So Flesh it. I'm going to give my pitch first. Let's get it out of the way. It's going to be Bliss, Asuka, Naomi, and Nikki versus Jax, Baszler, uh, Eva Marie, and Dewdrop. This whole thing is... Uh, Dewdrop? You know, Dewdrop and Eva Marie might be the only saving grace in all of this. There's something interesting happening there. I don't know. I just want to see what where they go with it because it's... Again, it's just something. There's some story there. It's like there's a lot of things happening. Uh, she's come over here. She looks amazing. Um, we'll call her Dewdrop now. Uh, she ha- is a great worker. She's Her character is, is great. And, you know, it hopefully leads up. You know, she's starting to stand up to Eva Maria more and more. And hopefully she's going to beat the shit out of her. And I think that's what everybody wants to see. And I think that'll be great TV. I think we're all excited for that. Uh, but it's still all of this and the talent involved in this match and Asuka being put through these situations... Uh, Bliss is in this match doing shaman activities again with this uh, everything. There's just so much garbage. Uh, I can't deal with it. I did not enjoy it, so that is getting my pish. Sounds like pish. I didn't see it, but sounds like pish. Was, Don't watch it. Was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was went on too long. <laughs> it, it's it's just long match, like not throwing exciting. throwing these storylines together, and then 
Asuka and Naomi were just there. They're not in a storyline. They just two happen people to be. That deserve so much more. My goodness. Even Nikki yeah. isn't like, oh, she's got a new character, which I why guess, yeah, that's good. But why is she? Yeah, why is she in this match? Let why her is anyone here? Fucking Samoan drop. It's all good. Can't wait to see how the crowds react to this, or if they're just abiding their time until they have the crowds. Perhaps it's next week. It's we need to organize week. some sort of next mark week. meetup where we take over the crowd and we just next week boo the storylines or something. But anyway, uh, the goods. Uh, I wanted to. I'm going to give the good to Sammy and KO on SmackDown for their men's standing match. Was it perfect? No, but it was super entertaining. It Who was won? the best I didn't match. See it. Kevin KO. Owens. Gets the okay. clean victory. Um, hell of a match. He fucking powerbombed him like through tables on like on the, like just powerbombed him like five times. Uh, you know, in order to get the win, they were beating the shit out of each other. Uh, stiff shots yet again. It was a bust ass match. You know, uh, man, it was really crazy. And it's really interesting that KO won, right? Because that means KO is going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And after SmackDown in his promo, he said uh, he called out Roman Reigns. And said that, you know, he's pulling all the strings behind. He, he's in t with the, the management, so I can't get a match with him. You know, uh, they won't let me be involved in anything to do with him. So if I win this, this is my chance to, you know, get my revenge, to get my rematch against him. And he won't be able to stop me, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I just think it's cool that he's putting that out there. And, that you know, dropping some hints as if he could win it would be pretty cool. But like I said, it's in a match with some big names so it's going to be interesting it's actually pretty cool money in the bank it seems like it's going to be but that was my thing sammy versus ko i don't know if you guys saw it but it was worth the show yeah great match great match i don't have much to add on that no perfect i just want to run through the uh, a few quick things uh edge his promo was really good on smackdown don't know if you guys saw that uh, he's doing great work amazing um what do you guys think about uh, Bel Air versus Bailey, I quit match. They just announced that that's going to be a Money in the Bank. Uh, hmm. It's I guess it's better than just the laughing storyline, and it'll be a good match. Um, yeah. I still don't know why this feud is still going on because <laughs> Bailey's lost twice <laughs> already. <laughs> Um, so great question. <laughs> Number one question. Why is this still happening? I'm uh, guessing a lot of uh, in this division, but here we are. Yeah. Uh, although I did, did Bailey allude to like, I'll leave WWE or I'll leave SmackDown if I lose or something. Yeah. Like that? Bailey who said yeah, that. There was some She'll leave wrestling. Illusions. I think she said, so I don't know if that's going to follow up on anything or if she was just talking like, yeah, it seems like talking. it didn't seem definite, but that would be interesting if they're going to add that. I was just stipulation. I was just looking, and as of now, it is not an official part of the stipulation. Okay. So. Um, what about Otis and Gable? How do you guys feel about that tag team? Still going on. Uh, mean Otis. I mean, they're still fighting the Street Profits uh, one at a time or simultaneously, whatever, for the past two months. But other than that... <laughs> um, wait, wait. But before that, the, uh, the Bailey and Bianca thing... I just really wish in the background, because I don't mind if they have multiple matches or whatever, because obviously 
two great workers. I think this will be another great match. You can say, why is it happening? Which is a valid question, but I wish in the background they had other people building or other people talking about wanting to be next. Instead of just like when this ends, instantly someone just walks out and a new thing just starts without us knowing who like being excited, who we know it's going to be. It's like this third match is over. Someone's waiting like, oh, this going to be this person next. She's been killing it or she's been doing this or she's been talking about that. But it's always just this cold start like uh, Liv Morgan will just walk out and be like, I want a match next. It's like, well, what have you been doing? You know what I mean? Like I wish they could just build another person and we're excited like, oh, I know who's next and we're looking forward to it. And then we get it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Great point. Very, very, very (coughs) good point. Yeah, the only uh, women's storyline besides the main one that they have going on SmackDown right now is uh, the Liv storyline of her not being able to get into the Money in the Bank ladder matches. I'm sure she will at the at the end, but that seems to be the only thing they have brewing. Other it's like than Carmella is just being her character. Um, she just fought Zelina. Zelina just came back, but. That's her storyline is that she just came back. She doesn't have anything more than that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just, it's the women's division in general could have been the pitch this week because uh, I'm just really disappointed uh, in everything that they're, they're giving us. Um, I think they deserve better. Obviously I think that of both talents, but it's just, it, it still doesn't seem like it's equal yet. It still seems like they're getting more pitched on uh, lately, but I digress. I want to know what happened in NXT, and then I want to know what happened in AEW. There's a few things that I like from both shows. I want to see if you guys mention them. If not, then I'll bring them up. Let's go! <laughs> let's go! <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say, let's go, Milkman. Let's do this. That's better. That's much better. <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. We'll do NXT. So uh, NXT kicked off with a triple threat tag team match, women's tag team match for the number one contenders uh, spot to challenge the way tonight at Mm, the Great American Bash. Uh, And it was won, in fact, by Io Shirai and Zoe Stark beating out Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, as well as Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. It was a, a fine match. I don't have a ton of comments for this match in particular. I did predict, I will say, I did predict uh, Io and Zoe Stark to win, just because I think they're a new tag team. Well, not a new tag team, but they're a new tag team in the title picture. I don't think they're going to win, but... I do like seeing Io Shirai back. I thought she was going to move her way up to the main roster. I was kind of hoping just because that division needs a boost. But she's here right now, and I'm just happy to see her on TV once again. So I was happy with the result of that match. And Zoe Stark's been actually very solid uh, in her first couple months uh, on NXT. So solid match to start off. Uh, They also announced that the Breakout Star Tournament is returning to NXT, so there's some new blood that's going to get a chance to shine and really develop. 
uh, I had a list of names that we had been introduced to from the uh, last year's tournament. Yes, Cameron Grimes, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Joaquin Wild, Dexter Loomis, Angel Garza, Bronson Reed, and others came they out. They all of... debuted at that? They uh, Yes, I don't know if it was specifically last year's tournament. But, but still. It's... In past tournaments, those are some of the names that have come out Ooh. of there. So let's see who will join that list. Who will be the next notable name? Uh, Potent Potables. Potent Potable. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Johnny Gargano's looking like he's going to be the next challenger for Bronson. Uh, Bronson. Uh, Carrion Cross's title. And I'm all for that. Again, Johnny's really turned it up these past couple weeks, both on the mic and in the ring. Do I think he's going to beat Cross? No, I don't. <laughs> but he's Johnny oh, great wrestling. Great move this week when he's fucking, they're holding Cross and he couldn't move and he kicked him in the face. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. And I I'm mean, like, John... fucking Jargato, you little fucking rat. Like it was such a good little weasel kick that he snuck in there and carrying cross <laughs> it's actually a so you know and then when theory the also attacked cross from behind yeah. you have samoa joe hovering around there's that tension still between carrying adam cole to be choked or ankle uh, broken yeah <laughs> that's right so um that'll be interesting it's not happening tonight at the bash it looks like we're doing a bit of a longer term storytelling they are going to have a face-off or a face-to-face at tonight's Great American Bash, but it is not a match. But I'm sure there will be some sparks that fly. Uh, what else do we have? Where am I? Yes, Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine uh, had a... Well, Roderick Strong of the Diamond Mine had a little... It wasn't really a squash, actually. Uh, Asher Hale, to his credit, I thought he did pretty well, but he was never going to win this match we still want to introduce this new faction diamond mine speaking of new things that battery charging promo continues to trickle forward mm. i think we will be revealed the result of that promo tonight at the bash mm. and so far there's still a good amount of mystery uh, kind of like diamond mine didn't know what they were until they showed up uh but yeah solid Curious to see where it's going. Roderick Strong, again, great talent, and now he does have people surrounding him once again. So he was never super good on the mic. Uh, so he needs a Malcolm Bivens to back him up. I was happy to see that. Cameron Grimes beat uh, Ari something. Jeff Hardy lookalike, oh, really. Yeah, Ari something. Ari, Ari. Sterling. Ari um, Sterling. But the main point of this is that LA Knight comes out after the match and challenges Grimes at the bash for the million dollar title. Looking like if, a million bucks, too. Looking like a million bucks, absolutely. LA Knight. Uh, if Grimes wins, he is the new million dollar champion. If Grimes loses, he has to be LA Knight's butler. Oh my God, are you joking? <laughs> what is this, Seinfeld? I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess so. But uh, hey, it'll be an interesting result either yeah, I'm excited. way. I'm excited. I want to. I want him to lose so bad. I want him to be his butler. I just want to see that's what happens. It. It's just NXT is the perfect place for this. Let me see the nonsense. I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. I do feel like Grimes is going to lose at the bash. It wouldn't make sense to not give him the title two weeks ago, three weeks ago, however long ago it was, and then have him turn around and win it. And the dynamic. Of him being the butler and then 
overcoming LA Knight. I think that could be really interesting. Probably Ted DiBiase gets back in there also. So yeah, I'm excited for that match uh, at the bash. Do you think that they got that storyline from Seinfeld? Like the per- or did someone say, "Hey, that's a Seinfeld thing," or do you think that's completely organic? I would say it's organic. Yeah. I, I, who knows? I I don't know enough about the Seinfeld storyline to pick out similarities or anything like that. Um, oh, yeah. You don't watch Seinfeld, eh? I don't watch Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was uh, uh, It was just... A, it was... Um, they were writing a show, I think, and um, the guy in the show didn't have insurance, so the judge decreed that he becomes the butler of the guy that he got in an accident with. Like, they were writing a show in the show, just for uh, all the yeah, Seinfeld George marks with, out and there. and Jerry were pitching a show as, like, just like they pitched a show in real life, and they're like, the show's about nothing. Well, it's mm. going to be about something. And then what they come up with is that he's... That, yeah. He gets in a car accident or whatever, and then he has to be the guy's butler. If it's good enough for them, it's good uh, enough for NXT. Eh, maybe. <laughs> maybe then. I, I, don't have a, I don't have an answer I don't know. for this you on funny. that. I have no idea. Give me an um, answer. I didn't really have much to say about this next match except for the ending of it. It was Tian Sha, uh, Boa, and Zia Li of Tian Sha versus Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez. The main thing I have to say here is it looked like Mercedes was legitimately knocked out. Uh, Zia Li hit her with a spinning kick. It was and she so was sick. What a kick. That it was, was sick, sick, but it, uh, oh, that, that, was, that was rough. That was, was rough. Scary, Mercedes looked but absolutely I think it was out of it. A work. And if it is, it was fucking sick. I mean, it yeah, it reminds me a bit of the O'Reilly uh, seizure gate that happened a few months ago, right? I mean, if it's a work, then hey, it's a really, really realistic looking work. If it's it was this, the kick was fucking nice. If I it's hope a shoot, it was, I yeah, hope it was a work because that kick, it wow. was a beautiful kick, and it certainly helps make Zaylee look very strong. Yeah, because Mercedes is a badass. She's been yeah. built as a badass. Um, so yeah, I mean, nothing particularly special yeah, about that shoot, match, that's, but... that's all amazing all around. Good point. Yes, good exactly. Um, yes. Okay. I did want to talk about this next thing. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher had a face to face with MSK and it happened once again. The crowd was against msk they were clearly and i i would be too i'm gonna be honest they were clearly on the side of market out like crazy let's go (laughs) thatcher which makes me think they are going to win the titles tonight the bash i hope so they're my pick that moment uh, are you gonna talk about the moment the uh the 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 end of the the promo he kissed him what oh yeah he did kiss him Champa like kisses. He's talking super close to his face, like super, super close. And he's the other guy's like, "Yeah, fucking right, this guy." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Then he finishes. Kissed him on the lips, him on the cheek, and on then the face to face. Oh, like, on the yeah. cheek. But yeah. it was, it was I, really. I, I, I was like, "Whoa, it, let's go! This is crazy." Again, <laughs> I, I, I hope. Uh, yeah, because these guys are experienced. I mean, Champa especially, but but Timmy does a great job. Also, just being he just, just like, stands there, standing there, brute. <laughs> beast guy uh msk needs to lose this and figure out a more distinct character you can't just be doing cool lucha things uh every match and have really zero personality it doesn't it doesn't work they did a good job holding the titles for a bit it was it's been fun Uh, they're great wrestlers built themselves up it's they've been like it's a good point because they've been a good 
that you brought up because they've been good pre- placeholders. Um, you're right. That exciting style and everything has been awesome, but it, it gave the other uh, tag teams time to build. Like Grizzled Young Vets and um, Tommaso and Champa, like yeah. really have Tommaso and Champa. Wow, you know, Kenny and then we have some Tommaso. other factions that are pretty cool. You know, uh, Legato is coming up. I, I I can right now on NXT. If I'm just going by intrigue, both wrestling style, character level, there's about four or five tag teams at least that I would rank above MSK. Not necessarily in ability, just in in how interested I am to watch them. And that's not even uh, necessarily your, their fault. Uh, the other tag teams are also Oh, no. I mean, they're, they're still the young guys, new guys coming in on a pretty well-established tag team division. Um, so they'll, they'll find their niche. They're very young. Because um, you never know like what's going to happen. Like, you throw all these other tag teams together, Tommaso and Champa and stuff, you don't know if they're actually going to end up any good. And they really are. You don't know if Diamond Mine, you don't know if... Um, yeah. What's Swerve's crew called? Um, Hit Row. Hit Row. Hit Row. We were like, I don't know <laughs> if that's going to work, but they're pretty sick, and I'm sure you'll get to them, but uh, yeah. Oh, yes. We're going there next, but yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, MSK, they can't develop while they're champions. I think they need to have some adversity and really find, because I think some of it's also them. I don't think this is completely the writing. I think some of it's just they were thrust right away into the championship picture. Yeah. And they need to build themselves up because they've been shooting from the top. Yeah. Uh, pretty much their entire NXT careers and they need to come back uh, to earth a little bit and 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 find what works. And then they will. They will. They 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 already have the in-ring ability. Um now they just got to work on the personality part. But that does bring us to the main event, and you mentioned Hit Row, and it was a big week for Hit Row. I actually quite like this uh, this stable. They're off to a great start. And we have a new North American champion. Bronson Reed has been defeated. He had a pretty short reign, let's be honest. Yeah. But Isaiah Swerve Scott, the leader of Hit Row, he is your new North American champion. The rumor is Bronson Reed might be getting a call-up soon. And that might be why they took the title belt off of him. But, again, Hit Row, uh, they will be at the Great American Bash tonight, but they're doing a cipher. Um, So I guess a battle rap or a freestyle or or, or something of that nature. I'm not quite sure what that will entail. What do you think, Jay? Are they supposed to be like a knockoff of Death Row? They've never alluded to it or said anything. But it Who's their Suge Knight? Like Who's Snoop Dogg? Who's Dr. Dre? Swerve is Snoop. Swer- Swerve is probably... Swerve is the yeah. most popular? Who's the most popular? Swerve? Swerve. Who's the mastermind? Might be Top Dollar. Be the... So he's Suge. Yeah, he's Suge. And he also has the build of Suge. So then he's got to he's got to back uh, back his car over someone in storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he I will. wonder where I they're going to go with this. It's pretty exciting. They're pretty. And yeah, they, and no, I'm curious to see group. where, like, who do they match up against? Maybe, maybe uh, the way AJ Francis, aka Top Dollar, goes with Ashanti the Adonis, and they go for a tag team run. They could very easily do that. Uh, they also have Brianna Brandy, um, in that stable. She, I haven't seen stable her wrestle. Stack though. Yeah, stacked. it's a good way to introduce a few characters who. We're kind of stagnating. Ashanti especially hadn't been doing much. Swerve had been building up slowly on his own, and then 
and this this gave him so much more. This gave him a uh, you know because he was just kind of like a, a cool guy doing cool moves. He, you know, it was yeah. exciting, whatever. But he didn't have a lot of character. Uh, not necessarily his fault. I don't think he was given a lot of mic time to be honest. But what can you do really, right? And then all of a sudden, instantly, he's like the leader of the stable and he's a champion. And now he's got tons of legitimacy already. Bang, he's just like that. Having a great run as a heel. He was a face for a while and and wasn't going anywhere because he was up against Santos Escobar, and that's tough because Santos is such a natural character, a charismatic yeah. person. And they put him away for a little bit, and he came back as a heel, and it's worked out really, really well. So I'm excited to see who is next in line for a North American title run against Hit Row and Isaiah Who can compete with Hit Row? Who's going to take on that entire fucking group? That's sick. So that was... Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine are heels too, though, it seems. So tough to say. that's true. Tough to say. I don't know. And it looks like Roderick's going for the cruiserweight, or it looks that that's what he alluded to. Anyway. Some know. some new players are on the board. We can at least say that, and I don't know when the next takeover is exactly, but uh, things are things are starting to move around a little bit. So I think we're gonna get uh, some really interesting couple weeks coming up here on NXT, starting tonight in approximately thirty three minutes at the twenty twenty one Great American Bash. I will be not watching it live, but I will be watching it and be giving you the recap next week. On NXT, Jason, go ahead. AEW. Okay. Uh, first, I need to get my laptop charger. I'll be back in uh, one shake of lamb's tail. All right. Brad, Brad, did, right. You, did you watch any AEW, Brad? Yes, I did. So say something uh, to the good people. I'll be right back. Well, I don't want to jump uh, too much into the AEW stuff uh, without Jason. But All right, then tell them about shortly. yourself. I don't know. Uh, don't worry. I have some. I have <laughs> did you have any, any final thoughts on NXT then while, uh, while Jason scrambles for his cables? Uh, you hit on everything I want to talk about. Just to summarize really quickly, the Champa kiss is some of the best stuff uh, ever. This Ayali kick was amazing. Uh, th- the women's triple threat match, the thing that I didn't like it uh, about it was the the back-to-back-to-back out-of-ring jump. You know, And again, it's NXT. It's the kickoff. It's not a big deal. It's just one of my uh, gripes that I, I will classic. You could have watched that and been like, this is super sick. And Brad will probably complain about it. And even mm. watching it, it was good in the way that it happens quickly. And especially with Ember Moon's somersault or reverse somersault or whatever she did. She's crazy. Where, like, if they're going to get down and the wrestlers are going to get up, I don't want them looking up at the person for very long. And sometimes the wrestler does need to stabilize themselves. And I'd rather them do it safely than make a mistake. But, you know, it's just one of those little things that if you're going to risk one of those spots, you have to make it happen fast and smooth and safe. It, it does take away from the suspension of disbelief that someone's just staring up for 10 seconds. Oh, are you talking about just, those spots you don't like? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to mention it really quick. But uh, Gargano, great heel. I'm really excited to see him versus Carrion. And it's good timing I, because Carrion, even though he's like a heel, I think he's the face in this one. I don't know. I was going to say the exact opposite. I think uh, maybe, maybe because it's That's a smart crowd, the crowd at the CWC. I think Gargano oh. is actually the face oh. right now in this feud, which is weird because in the women's side of the way, Candice and Indy are definitely still the heels oh, yeah. against EO and Zoe. So I'm, I'm, I'm not sure because Karrion's still going up against Samoa Joe. Everyone loves Samoa Joe. We'll see. We'll see. But it's, it's uh, interesting. Interesting that and we got just, different readings from that. Yeah. Huge shout out to Swerve uh, getting that title win, though. I was not expecting it. 
And I thought it was – I was like, no, nah, it's too early for Hit Row. It's too early for – boom, you know, and he goes through the – the guy gets, goes through the barricade and everything. Like, it was just – it was a fun match, so shout out. To, uh, that was it, cool. it works because, you know, a guy like Bronson Reed, he's a big guy. He He's not going to go out to a guy like Swerve on his own. Swerve no. was a cruiserweight uh, for the most part, so – of course dealing gonna... with all of that around and you know that he's not going to back down so he doesn't care about fighting all of them he will <laughs> and so everything works so kudos Solid theme has, song too has yeah. stuff going on you know steam theme songs man i've been blasting two theme songs in particular jungle boy of course and jericho's theme oh. song has really caught on for me i'm speaking I'm loving of me some uh, jericho some uh, judas speaking of jericho yes let's get into a little aew you ready, Jason? Oh, God! <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we open AEW with your man Jericho coming out to do some commentary for the evening. And the, en- the entire crowd is singing the Judas song, which me and Brad talked about. That he is good that he's a face now, or pseudo face, or because yeah, his song needs- is yeah. too good. For people not to sing along, and that's exactly what they did. <laughs> so right from the and start it's of the so show, sick singing it like it's such a sick song when everyone sings it together. It's crazy. I can't even imagine being Jericho in those moments, right? Like going into a like the big matches too when you're walking out to fight MJF in like the fucking cage and you got your song playing and everyone in this and it's yeah, along it's his it. song. Like it's his. even if you don't like him and you know the song, you have to sing it. It's just so fun to be a part of that crowd singing it together. It, it gives you chills, you know, all of that stuff. So. Yeah, it's not even just like him on stage singing that song and people singing along. It's him coming out to wrestle in front of these people and they're singing this song. It's like, it must be just incredible. So right away at the start of the show, I got a semi hard on because I got Jericho on commentary and that's fantastic. (laughs) Um, And we start off the show with a, a, you know, a fast paced, exciting match between people that, uh, you know, the fans like Eddie Kingston and I th- I, what's it? Penta? I don't know his full name. Penta something. Just Penta. Is that all it is? Versus the Young Bucks. And I got to say that the Young Bucks really make me love tag team wrestling. I'm not a big tag team wrestling guy, but these yep. two are two of the best to ever do it. Now they're heels. They were obviously amazing faces. They're amazing heels, um, and I'm just I, th- I think maybe WWE with all their pish pairings made me hate rest, uh, tag team wrestling. You know, just tossing people together and 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 every week having to watch it. But the Young Bucks will bring me back into loving tag team wrestling. They're fantastic. They're so in sync, in sync. And and you know what, Eddie Eddie and Penta were good too. They looked like they've been doing it for a while together. And maybe they have been for a couple of weeks. They I haven't. didn't know, but for at least yeah, only a few weeks. But still, the fact that they've only been working a bit. And they're able to deliver like that and keep up with the Young Bucks. Damn. Yeah. They're good win. So, I mean, it was a, you know, it was a fun match. It, there's a huge smudge at the end with all the people coming out and whatever. And then um, uh, Eddie Kingston and Penta won. I'm not a big fan of the beat the champs. So you get a chance against the champs shit. But yeah, me neither. They're going to wrestle next week for the belts. So that'll be exciting because this match was just like, if you could beat us, then you'll get a title shot. But so <laughs> that'll be interesting. Um, then we had a little uh, moment with Christian and uh, Jungle Boy in the back. Is Christian's is almost like his mentor, I guess. And it seems that Jungle Boy goes from having a title match last week to getting changed with a bunch of luggage 
It doesn't even have a locker room this week. He's just like in the midst of all these briefcases and bags and everything. And Christian's Back like to obscurity. Christian's just giving him a pep talk. And then uh, what's his uh, big dinosaur name? T Rex. Uh, what's the guy's Luchasaurus. name? Luchasaurus comes in. T Rex. And he's like, you know, From dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are loyal, so we got your back. And then Christian's like, you know, I'm part uh, Triceratops or something. I don't know what they were doing, but it was it was a funny, a funny little back and forth. Only Christian can have lines like that though, and, and, and oh, like, still make. And you could believe like, you believe it. I believed yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, Captain Charisma. Yeah, that's a good uh, point because you're right. That line should have been like disgusting, but he makes. He made it. And then we um, we moved on to this guy named Matt Page. Are you guys familiar with Matt Page? Very generic name. There's a lot of pages and cages, I've learned. Didn't uh, Jungle Boy fight like Jack and Evans and or something? Oh, uh, yes. I, well, that was next. But oh, okay. um, okay, this was um, Matt Page came out, and he's challenging Darby Allen to a coffin match, which I can only assume is a casket match. Perhaps not. I don't know. Coffin match? It does seem like it's going to be a casket match, yes. Yeah. But he's got the coffin drop, his his finisher and or one of his... Oh, believe me, if I didn't know before, I know now that the coffin yeah. drop is Darby Allen's move because Matt Good Page point. must have said it a thousand times in his promo. <laughs> Very generic promo, but Darby Allen is such an intriguing character. I don't even know a lot about him. I've seen a couple of his matches, but he comes out with Sting. He almost has the aura of Sting mixed with the recklessness of Jeff Hardy taking risks and whatnot. So he's very uh, interesting in the ring. So that match I'm going to watch regardless, even though Matt Page is kind of like blah. Maybe because I don't know enough about him. But Darby Allen's great. And then, yes, we move on to Jungle Boy versus Jack Evans. Uh, I see that Jack Evans' uh, record is 16-32. and 32, Therefore, I'll probably just skip this match. Jungle Boy won. Jack Evans has a bad record. I don't know who it is. We don't need Do you, to. Yeah, who, it doesn't yeah matter. exactly. Um, oh, and then we got a... Wait, are we Kenny, talking about... Uh, are we talking about uh, Adam Page or Matt Page? Matt Page, I know. I know Hangman Page. This is yeah, Matt okay. Matt Page, unless I'm getting his name wrong. I think it's Matt Page. I can't. I can't find anybody. He's with Scorpio Matt Sky. Matt Page. Is his name A-W. wrong? Yes. Matthew Page, actor. Maybe I got his name wrong. <laughs> so oh he boy, beat someone. Legend. Yeah, someone's fighting Darby Allen. Ethan Page. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Yeah. Okay, okay fine. Ethan about, Page. Yeah. Um, sorry, Canadian. Jordan. Uh, oh, you go. And then we get Kenny Omega, whose name I've gotten correct, I'm sure, because how can you not remember this man's name? He's one of the best to do it, the best doing it. Um, he he's got the Triple H heel beard the friendly mutton chops if you will like <laughs> like like wax mints without the chin like get rid of the chin like completely bald on the chin yeah. you know and that's a oh. great 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 heel look i love that so True. much he rocks it beautifully it seems that kenny omega needs a new challenger now that he's sent jungle boy back to his treehouse so who is he gonna <laughs> Who's he going to fight? Um, that was the reason why he's in the ring. He was like, I beat everyone. I don't know who I'm going to fight next. And the Dark Order came out, which I don't really know much about them. They looked like a bunch of jobbers, but maybe they're not. Do you, are you guys familiar with the Dark Order? Yes, the Dark Order that who um, Brody Lee was in charge I, of. Yeah, I remember I remember he was in charge of them. I didn't know anyone, I didn't know anyone else in it except Brody Lee. So. Yeah, all the others, uh, they, they number them, right? They, Oh, that's why it's so hard to, like, number one, and, yeah, yeah, so. 
anyways, this yeah. this promo didn't really make any sense. He just looked at them and laughed and said, like, none of you have the you're like, you're nowhere close to the mountaintop or have the records to beat me. And then they said, yeah, even if all of us together don't have the single records to beat you, we know someone that can or this mystery man. And they kind of went back and forth and then he laughed and he left like nothing really happened. It was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't I don't understand what happened. Hmm. So yeah, I don't let's know. just move. Let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> to, Jordan can uh, clarify and translate it for us next week. Yeah, there's probably it's just because like I'm not in tune as in tune as Jordan, but um, next we have Brian Pillman Jr. versus Rusev or Miro, <laughs> if you will. I still know him <laughs> as Rusev. And um, Rusev, not even Rusev. Rusev, you know him as Rusev. Rusev. <laughs> And I got to say day. that um, when Miro started in AEW, what well, he was like the best man Miro. That was like his gimmick, right? N- even before that, I think. Before that? that? When he first started? I think so. He might have even started like that, but he was into like arcade machines and some garbage. Yeah, so he kind of had like a fun, happy, comical side perhaps. Yeah. But now he's like no nonsense, come out. He He came out. I haven't seen him wrestle in a while, I guess, and he's chiseled. He looked like a billion dollars. His his gear was immaculate. It was beautiful. The belt looked beautiful on him. He looked like a, a Greek god or a Bulgarian god, whatever you, whatever you want to say. Um, Similar region. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was really impressed. I'm happy with the direction they're going with him. I hope they continue down this way. And he never gets beaten. I think he's 10-0 and 0 this year. Uh, now 11-0 because he beat, he beat Brian Pillman Jr. pretty easily. Yep. Um, Pillman came out. You know, P- Pillman's good. Like he looks, he's got a good look. I think he has to work yep. on being a little more interesting. Like right now, he's just like a decent talker, baby face guy. He's he's uh, you know got some moves that are uh, fun to watch in the ring. He had some energy, uh, but uh, Rusev squashed him. Sort I would say it was a squash. He didn't really get much offense in. It was a squash. Yeah, yeah. it was squash esque, squash adjacent. Yeah, it was just Pillman trying to survive, and then he had a couple moves. To, it was like, oh, yeah, here we go, and then squashed him. Yeah. So yeah. It was just good experience for him, and he looked good uh, in the loss. He no, looked good. You know, he's a tag team wrestler, right? Match, he didn't. Well, he's still so it's new. He's still very team. green, I think, uh, in terms of AEW experience and but I in think terms of indie experience, too. So Yeah, he looked good, though, and I'm intrigued to see Definitely. where he goes um, yep. and all the best to him. But Miro is a monster and now i i mean i'm so impressed with how he looked that i i want to continue to see what they do with him and and i'm looking forward to the the moment where an actual uh competitor comes across him that they can actually go back and forth and he has a chance at losing it's going to be really interesting yeah um after that we had some weird tag match with Britt baker and vicky guerrero and nyla rose I don't really care about this, but at the end, Nyla Rose put Britt Baker through a table, which was interesting. It was yep. a nice table spot, and I assume Nyla Rose will squish Britt Baker at one point, or at least attempt to, DMD. <laughs> um, I guess they're, they're going to fight, you know, if they got a pay-per-view coming up or whatever. But Britt needs someone to fight against, and, you know, she just won the title. She's super over. She needs someone to fight. Uh, this is going to be uh, a decent feud. It should be fun. It should be exciting. As you can see, they're already getting off to a physical start. So uh, yeah, it's it's a good competitor that she can like. Obviously, she's outmatched in the strength department, so she can have that baby face, you know, fight to the end. Uh, no, DMD is going to weasel. We'll do whatever you got to do. Cheat. Loud oh, cheat. Oh, she's Steal. like a she. Is she a face cheater? 
No, she's a heel who is. So Nyla Rose is a over. heel, isn't she? Yeah, but Britt Baker's over as a heel. Okay. She's, uh, you know, she's a badass. She can take a beating, but she'll also lie, cheat, and steal. Okay. Gladly. So she's supposed to be a heel character, but throughout her heel run, it's everyone true. just fell in love with her. Nobody likes so dentists. It's, like it's true. It's true. <laughs> well, it's true. Somehow a dentist got over. You know, they tried with Yankum. It didn't work. Yeah, Yankum. Waxman that DMD. That's his best gimmick was Yankum. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. and that, that brings us to our main event. Sammy. Of the evening. Sammy Guevara versus MJF. Did anyone else see this match? If not, understandable. Yes. You saw it? Yep. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. How do you feel about Sammy Guevara as a face? Uh, I think you already know the answer to this. I definitely prefer him as a heel. He's super over, but keep being a heel, and that will keep you over as much as it seems counter-sensical. I think he can go back to it, and MJF is like one of the best heels of all time right now, so I guess he's got to take that face position. He's still kind of wrestles like but a heel well not his yeah big spots, that's exactly it like he should still continue to act like a heel but he acts like it yeah don't act like a good guy just you are the good guy we get it continue being the asshole sammy Guevara that we need yeah and we will continue to love you for it um the match i thought you were talking about the match itself other than like the psychology of of sammy Guevara. No, just in general as a face because he's like he is super over right now he went from yeah. apologizing to Sasha Banks because he said he he wanted a raper or something. What was that? Remember? Oh yeah, horrible. And now, comment. hey, look, you came back from it. You apologize, and everyone loves you. Your face, beautiful. He comes out with his Steve Austin vest on. You know, he's looking re- real good. The Spanish God, I think they call him. Um, <laughs> the match started. Oh, MGF is amazing. I love his gear. I love everything. I didn't know he was so like agile. Like he was busting out some Crazy. real agility in this match to try and keep up with Sammy, and he can. He could do it all. Uh, it started off with like a lot of chain wrestling, which was cool. You know, they they showed that off, and then they started. Oh, there was this beautiful springboard like RKO that Sammy did. Remember that? Oh yeah, is it called a? Did they call it a Spanish fly or something? No, no, the Spanish flies where they hold each other and just flip backwards. Like oh yeah, a, they did that also. Yeah, yeah. He sorry, like did yeah. he like you know springboard flip and then like RKO'd him. It was pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the Spanish fly to be honest with you. I don't like the moves where you can tell a hundred percent that they need to do it together, or else it wouldn't work. Not a huge right. fan, but so yeah, he did that uh, RKO and an incredible spot by Sammy off the top rope front flip over the barricade onto MJF in the crowd. <laughs> it was an amazing spot. Don't think I've ever no seen it. No crash mats. No crash mats. Onto he was <laughs> if he sense. didn't catch him, he's landing on the cement. He's landing on a chair. He's landing on someone's kids. He's landing on some popcorn. He's landing he on kill himself. Who knows? He could kill someone else. Who knows? But it was done to perfection, and it was beautiful. Yeah. I I popped for that spot, no doubt. And then MJF does a tombstone off Brett's rope, which was quite good as well. And he sold the knee. Haunted. My knee hurt. So, yeah, like, that's so key. I know I say I don't like super crazy spot-filled matches, but I found that they picked their spots in this match, even though there was a lot of big ones. And they did sell well when they did yep. do these spots. Even if they, even MJF doing a big spot on Sammy, he sold the knee. Like He got hurt more. I think they did a good job. 
Um, like instead of just wasting your own finisher, do everybody else's is kind of what they did because I think there was a GTS that followed. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and Sammy does this like MJF was begging on the ground holding his knee. Sammy's on yep. the top rope doing a, I think they said it was a 630 splash. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, and he just like he wasn't even like in position, you know what I mean? Like lying down waiting. He was like sitting up a bit and begging and he said, screw it. And he hit him while he was like begging. <laughs> it was beautiful. It, it just looked like, yeah, screw you. Bang. There's exactly. no, no setup, like the setup. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's but he kicked out. And I think it was at yeah. this time that I was thinking and, and Jr. said, what is it going to take? And of course, cue the schmas once you hear that because everything else has been done and we don't want to literally on cue. Yeah, we don't want a definite winner because these two definitely need multiple matches at, at a higher stakes event. Um, so yeah, the schmas comes. Uh, what happened? Spears, I think it was. Austin oh yeah, Spears the, the I wrote the chain man, but I think it's the chairman, <laughs> Sean <Chain>. Spears. <laughs> He hits Sammy with a chair and then has an orgasm somewhat like the Dudleys <laughs> when they put people through tables back in the day. They just cut to his face and he's like, because oh, is that like his thing when he hits people with chairs? He has a little, a little orgasm. That's good. I like that. I like it's that. It's very good. He's, he's, he's a genius. So. Yeah. Canadian. So Canadian. yeah, he hits him in the, it was a head chair shot, but his hands got up pretty protected head chair shot. I liked it. Yep. Um, I want to see and that. I don't care if it's the hands are up. I want to see that. No, because it's it would make match. sense. You put your hands up. You don't just walk in like, yes. bong, you know, like. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, and MJF wins. Uh, I mean, this it was a beautiful match. This could have been a pay-per-view match, obviously. Yeah. So they're going to have to do it again. It's going to be even better, I'm sure. Two of the best in the industry today, both very young. Both can be. Well, I don't know if MJF's ever been a face, but Sammy could be a face or a heel. They're athletic. MJF was starting to be a face when he was with Jericho, and they were was doing it? the songs oh, together and everything, yeah. even though he was like maybe wrestling as the he was together. Like a, yeah, that was a weird balance. But, yeah, he can do it all. They can. These two men can do it all. They're fantastic. I don't know what else I could say about them. Uh, amazing match. And uh, I think that's about it for AEW. There were some people that were saying that MJF's injury might have been uh, Legit. real. Yeah, oh, that's I how hope, good he I is. I hope that's not true. Uh, but no, I it hope was it's not fantastic, either. But fantastic match for sure. I don't know if it was real. I think he just sold it pretty well, but we'll see. I, I guess. think so too. I think it was too. It's just that I was reading that. Uh, uh, I was just like saw some tweets and stuff, and I was like, mm, I hope not. But I um it didn't look like I that. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was good. Really good. Right AEW. now, AEW is is coming back. NXT is getting hot. My goodness, we have two shows to watch because Raw and SmackDown are just not giving us what we want. But luckily, nowadays, we have options, everyone. We can go ahead and watch those two. And I definitely recommend checking out AEW and NXT. Yeah, and you know what? If you really think about it, AEW started October 2019, right? So the majority of their existence was during COVID. They've had a tough time to start. People want to shit all over them. But, I mean, to start a new wrestling company and go through COVID almost right away, I think they're going to come out of this really well. And, and they're headed in the right direction. Yeah. And NXT is the best thing WWE has. So good for NXT. I'm excited to watch the show. I will probably watch a bit of it tonight and finish it off tomorrow. And the crowds are back, right, next know. week? Oh, wait. Yeah. The money. Oh, Money in the Bank is this weekend or next weekend? No, next, next. weekend. Oh, okay, thank God. Okay. So okay, next so week we'll come to you with our predictions, yeah, yeah. of course. Hopefully by then they know everyone that's in the match. Hopefully, Hopefully but maybe not. We don't know. And uh, what are we going to get? Who knows? I don't know. 
What are we going to get indeed? We never know. And we're I can't not, okay. find the drop, so I guess we're not... I was oh, waiting for it. it. <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> Who is booking this crap? Is there anything else you guys wanted to say in the week of wrestling that was? Lads? Nope. Um, I just want to say... Uh, uh no, there's nothing else. <laughs> Waxman, is there any chance you watch an AEW pay per view or something one day, either with the oh, the jobbers or even on your own? Jordan seems to think you will. Oh yeah, I'll watch it eventually. It's a lot to get to be it's, invested in. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that's why I'm not saying watch the weekly show. I I, I can't. Yeah, we already I watch, think uh, maybe next pay per view right? I'll I'll find a way to watch it. At least hopefully uh, everyone out there and Waxman as well, with our summaries, you can kind of get a feel for the characters and maybe uh, attach yourself to a character that we're starting to get into. And then when you see them, it'll be a little bit more exciting. Obviously, there are some legends there. At the next pay-per-view, hopefully, we'll be seeing oh. Christian. So that could be... Oh, Christian and Matt Hardy seem to be beefing, too. I forgot about yeah, that. But, uh, the Hardy yeah. family. But uh, and also, um, Jericho was on commentary, as I mentioned, and he was you know here and there promoting his new book, have you heard about his new book? The List of Jericho. <clears throat> and do you know what it is? I guess it's not. available in stores now. Is it, is it the 1001 holds? That no, he, it's every single one of his matches oh, yeah. are in that yeah. book. And he, comment, he, he has like a star rating, whatever the star rating was for it, where it was, when it was. I think maybe some comments on the match, like behind the scenes. He kept that. He kept the journal. He kept of all the journal of his matches. Every, and gave them a star rating. Every oh, single. And now he's going to release it to the world. Pick that up. Yeah. And and, and when he was promoting it, he calls Shivani Shivone or something. And um, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, this is my book. All my matches." He's like, "I think he said like Shivone, pick a number between one and three thousand four hundred sixty-five." And then he's like uh, two hundred forty-six, and he like flips through the the thing, and he's like, "Oh, I wrestled." Uh, uh, Conan in 1996 or something like that. It was just cool. Like all his matches are in there. I would pay to just sit there and have him open the book to a random match and just read it. Read it and then tell us what he remembers about it. Yeah, that would be incredible. Or watch the match with him or something. That would be the dream. Yeah. Well, well, that's we, it. Is there we made else? it no. through without the sexy voice himself. We did it. It's been a long time, I think, since we didn't have Jordan on an episode. And I think sort of you're missed. right. Sort of. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what you gonna do with that? Well, I guess that's about it. Yeah, I was just going to go out on that. I thought one of you would have stopped it by now, but that's fine. <laughs> Thank you for Thanks, listening. guys. We'll see you next week Bye. at the Four Jobbers on social media. Done. <laughs>